You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for Happy Hour. It's the Man Cave Happy Hour, Whiskey, Cigar, Spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. And Matthew. Yes, sir. It is, uh, it, it's time for a happy hour. We're in the Palacious Podcast Detroit <laughs> Northville Studios. The, you changed it. It was palatial. Now it's palacious? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just make words up. I'm oh. an English teacher. It's what I do. Yeah, it is what you do. <laughs> I just make crap up. Heareth cometh Jameth Flanagan. That's it. So, uh, we have, we, uh, we have a, a party in, in store. Look at this right there. I'm trying to pull the, the image up. Oh, yep. There it is. Yeah. Look at that. A little bottle of, uh, Something special. Yeah. Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. It's the 18. 18- I love the 1856. I love the history behind this bottle. But so the thing is, right? Cause, uh, it's, it's, uh, we didn't pick this. No. It was ladies' choice. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, you know, I spend way too much time on the internet. <laughs> As most English teachers do. Yeah, yeah you know. That's what I was supposed to be teaching my kids. I'm screwing around on, on the line. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I belong to a lot of bourbon clubs and a lot of bourbon groups on the yeah, face space. As, as most teachers are. And yeah. yeah and, and so I, I, I came across this other podcast. I, I'm, and I'm, I'm a podcast junkie too. Yes. Not only do I host three, <laughs> I listen to like 40 others. You hey, know? you know what? You got to spread, spread the wealth. Spread and the a wealth. lot of, po- a lot of bourbon podcasts. Cause, uh, the reason we started, the man cave is because we wanted to learn yes and so i still listen to other podcasts because i'm trying to learn stuff yeah. you brought me along for this journey called the man cave happy hour and i cannot thank you for the last almost three years it's been it's over three years my yeah. liver is <laughs> really upset with you but stop it's okay. complaining liver <laughs> but uh ran into a, a, another podcast yes. uh and and i was like oh this looks intriguing yeah and uh it's uh bourbon and blondes bourbon and blondes yeah and with us joining us joining the party abby and elena are going to join the party today welcome to the man cave abby hi, elena hi, hi. we're happy to be in the man cave yes. yeah it's a podcast right on the poster yeah it's right <laughs> it's a podcast for everyone it you're, says it right there so not, it's in print you're so. not legit until you have a douche board a, a, a douche side <laughs> oh my god so yeah because we, we call it. it is because we have the pop up banner. We'll like because we'll do a lot of these out and about. We'll go to a happy hour. We'll go to a bar. We'll go to a cigar bar, and, yeah. and we talk to the owners and distributors and and learn right. And 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 mm-hmm. so we're like we're we'll set up. And I'm like, should we like be total douchebags and just put up our sign? <laughs> so and it's like so it's yeah. like that's that's where that comes from. It, like, it does spark conversation. Folks will walk up and say, Hey, what are you doing? It's a table with microphones on it and laptops <laughs> and a big sign. It's like we're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like I can't just sit here and talk to another human being. I got to record it. <laughs> and and right. you guys, you the two of you, kind of do the same, where you'll actually go and sit down with folks and get to understand what's going on with them. Uh, so, yeah. what is your what is bourbon and blondes about? What do you guys do? Oh gosh, um, our what's shit. our elevator pitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirty seconds. Go. <laughs> so we'll we'll 
we'll start from the very beginning. Yes. Um, so four years ago. Tell me yeah. about your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we that you do not have enough time. That actually is that actually is normally in an interview. That is my first question yeah. is because um, it kind of breaks the ice and. Wow, we did. I we got a, like I said. There's another podcast called uh, Animal Talk, yes. and we were interviewing this author, and he was like, "What? No, why would I do that?" <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my reaction. But we it's can, but it's fun. Part of my life. It, it 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 gets things going. But all right, so okay. you're telling <laughs> yeah. us about Purpose and Blondes. Yes. So uh, we met about. Oh my gosh, it's going to be about two years ago now. I can't believe two or tw- three. Tw- uh yeah, I think about two. I I don't know. Twenty twenty is like a wash, so it could be two or three. <laughs> like I'm not sure. The last eight um, don't count. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, but we were, uh, we were at a salsa club and, um, she came with a mutual friend. It was a friend's birth, a friend of mine's birthday. And we like, yeah, we were just out there dancing, having a blast. I was like, who is this chick? And then we ended up having, <laughs> um, a drink at, at Brennan's, um, at a local bar in St. Louis, um, whiskey bar. Ah. Yeah, whiskey and cigar bar. Mm-hmm. And um we just like started chatting and I it may have been about another month there. Uh we were at that it's right down the street from where Abby is, and we were like, Oh, we should start our own podcast. We're hilarious. Like, <laughs> way too highly of ourselves. Like, does anyone actually need to listen to us? Probably not, but here we are with a podcast in its second season. So right. Right. There it is. And- yeah, and so we just I I had looked up is Bourbon and Blondes. We're like, we, Abby came up with the name. She's like Bourbon and Blondes. I was like, that's a great idea. I was like, that's got to be taken. The internet is is somebody already owns that. That has right. To be. So you <laughs> and, bought the and, domain. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then yeah. we just and we went from there. And I remember our first episode. We're like. We'll just spitball and like see how it goes and see what it, it was like two and a half hours long. Oh, like, no. Not. Yeah, we didn't ever. No one is hearing that. this ever again. Like we're just. No. Nope. We're just going to pretend this first episode. Didn't happen <laughs> and do a new one. Um, but now we've grown. We're doing interviews with some people in the industry. We love it. Um, one of our favorite guests is up there in the Detroit area. She's a uh, maker's mark rep, Greta Harper. She's great. And then when everyone started doing the whole don't leave your house ever again yeah. thing, we started doing virtual tastings. And we partnered up with a local company and they started delivering the tasting kits to people here and, you know, podcast tastings. And I, I, whatever and I, comes between. I, I, I saw that, that you guys do virtual tastings. And I'm like, this is, is really, really interesting because Elena, you, part of your deal is you're a, a party planner. Um, yeah. And uh, one, of my, one of my many jobs. Yeah. <laughs> four jobs, lazy girl. Only four jobs. I know. Yeah, right? I'm the pilot. I'm the co-pilot. I'm the steward. The steward. <laughs> so old Sarah Life Skit. Anyway, but uh, so I, I thought that was interesting, and then I saw that you guys did uh, tasting. So I, I'm going to have you guys when we get to the uncle nearest. I'm going to have you guys, if you're cool with it, walk us through as if if we were a couple schmoes that uh, you were doing a tasting for. Um, <laughs> So I think that I think that'll be fun. But uh, how how goes work as an event planner? Because Matt and I um, are, are kindred spirits as far as that goes as well. Because uh, we both DJ weddings and parties. As, uh, you know. Oh, do you? Matt's oh, a yes. banker during oh. the day. Yeah, my nine um, to five is a banker, and then you know the one 
things were actually normal. Yeah. You know, it was from, gosh, March all the way through November. Oh, yeah. It was a wedding every single yeah, yeah. Or wedding or event every weekend. And it's yeah, like, no. I, I probably got 17 gigs canceled, yeah. um, you know, and, oh, and yeah. it's like, it, it's, that's all my fun money. <laughs> It's like now I gotta like I gotta like you know buy regular gas so I can funnel cash towards that's, my bourbon fund. That's you when know? you start asking me for advice, and that's when it gets scary. <laughs> so well, yeah, it's been crazy. How's business been for you? Well, so I'll start off by saying if um, you're a DJ, me and Abby have been getting on to the boat of creating a playlist for the bourbons we drink, and so. Uh, we released one. Uh, what was it that we uh, we? Oh gosh, what bourbon was it, was, it that we? Had? Um, it was Lee Sinclair out of. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, so we we're like getting into like doing playlists now for um for for bourbons. I'm a, I'm a huge music person, so I can Perfect. appreciate that. But by yeah, no so, means can we DJ on no, event? No, we can put songs on a list, but <laughs> right, right. Spot- <laughs> No, my my um, cousin's son. I w- I was in uh, California for his like uh, I think it was his eleventh birthday, and he calls me DJ A Dog. And um, <laughs> my, my, my DJing skills w- was literally a Spotify list, and I was like, he's like, you're the best. I was like, yeah, this is thank such, you, such yeah, skill yeah. set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the the event industry is um, been hit hard. Mm. Um, so that's my my part time. Um, gig. So I work with a local company, um, Big Blue Spark. Ooh. So it's my friends, uh, Chris and Kevin. They they own Big Blue Spark. Uh, we work predominantly with nonprofits. Um, so galas and <clears throat> fundraisers and, and whatnot. We did have a wedding this year over the summer. Um, and, you know, it's just been... <laughs> It's it's tough like not doing in person events. So prior to that, mm-hmm. prior to doing this, I was a wedding photographer for four years. Oh my so I I I mean like I know I've been in the business for now five years, and it's just crazy um, to see how much it's changed. We've been able to transition. Um, obviously, you can't do this with the wedding side of things, but mm-hmm. we've been able to transition to using studio. So there's a local studio called Spots Studio, who's amazing, and they kind of have like a set setup like um, you would see like for news stations or for shows and stuff. And so we still do galas, fundraisers, but it's, you know, all virtual. So it's, that's great. It's been, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. It's just like tough to see. I think from the wedding industry side, being in it for so long, seeing, you know, all these people, you know, brides and grooms or that, that plan for so long. Mm -hmm. And it's such, you know, such a, a personal event to them and having to, reinvent the wheel now and yeah. be creative so and yeah it's, it's tough for the vendors too i feel for you know yeah i just uh i got a message earlier today it's like june june 12th just got just booked a gig and i'm like i wonder if it'll actually happen right you know i know so yeah uh, it, but so i i love the fact you guys are reinventing things and doing things a little different and so you guys are doing these virtual tastings which i think is is pretty amazing so you've partnered with a a local distributor and and so if someone like goes to your website and and wants to do a virtual tasting with you guys um mm-hmm. what are they going to get where's it coming from and and how's that go down oh gosh it's we've been doing them um, probably every month or so we're kind of taking a break you know with holiday season everyone's kind of a little strapped in time availability but what we do is we will partner with um it's a company called stl barkeep and they do cocktail events so we 
just talk with them. We build out five one ounce pours. Typically it's all under one umbrella. So we did a Belmede tasting and we did five different pours of the Belmede and we did maker's mark one time. Um, So it's open to the public. We do it about once a month and they get the five one ounce pours with a cocktail and the cocktails using one of the pours. Um, We've been doing actually some for like corporate events yeah, and that's been exciting too. So I don't know. Yeah. Pretty much I, like whatever you want it to be, we can make it uh, happen. Corporate uh, events, two drink minimum. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's get back to the madman style. Let's uh, get some cocktails Don't involved in this Uber party. Now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're already you're already uh, you're already parked. So uh, when you like just introduce the uh, do you have someone there from like makers? Do you have a rep there that's helping out mm-hmm. with the information? Yeah, so Elaine and I will typically lead the tasting and mm-hmm. manage like the run of show, as they say. And then we'll have a brand rep or, you know, anyone with the good information. An, an expert. Right. Who has <laughs> right, right. And the anecdotes. Like we did a Four Roses one, and Dan Gartner jumped on Ooh. with Maker's Mark. We had Greta Harper. Yes. Um, with Beam Suntory, we had their mm-hmm. national brand rep, Adam Harris. Um, it was. You know, yeah, that's exciting. That's fun. It's fun to talk to those people. Yeah, they're so passionate about the spirits, and and they're usually a wealth of information. Because we actually, Matt and I, we cheated. We've we've tried uh, the Uncle Nearest before. But we're going back to a, a whiskey event that there were probably what twenty some distributors there, yeah. and nice. Uncle Nearest was one of them. So our palates yeah. were trash by the time we got to Uncle yeah. Nearest. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it wasn't an honest tasting. I was al- like alphabetical, and that's why. Or? Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm whoever, not even sure. Whoever would come into the corner and talk to there us. There was really. scotch in the mix. There was. All kinds oh. of craziness, yeah, you're but the Detroit let rep Lazar sat down with us and uh, went through it, and we were trying to figure out some stuff about uh, Uncle Nearest. Matt, what do you know about Uncle Nearest? What have we What have we dug up for today? Well, Uncle Nearest, uh, Jamie, what's the mash bill on Uncle Nearest? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because it's undisclosed. Yeah, and I went back and I listened yeah. to the interview with Lazar. Yeah, and I'm like, and then I asked him, oh, so what's the mash bill? And then he says, like, ooh, he jiggled his keys and went corn, and then started talking about something else. And I'm like, you, I, and I was like, damn, he got away without me getting an answer to that question. So we the under, yeah. on their website, it, it says it's undisclosed. Yes. So, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a it's actually aged whiskeys between eight and fourteen years old. Uh, which makes up the 1856 of the Uncle Nearest at this point. So I- I'm excited to try it again. So this so is a whiskey. A feel for it. It's a Tennessee whiskey. It's not a bourbon. It doesn't say bourbon. Did on I here. say? Did I say bourbon? No, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I may have. Oh no, it's 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 whiskey. Yeah, it's with a, whiskey. a Y, mm-hmm. you know, with just a Y, not it's an E. The, no, there is an E in here. Oh, is there? Oh, there it is. Guys, is Tennessee whiskey mm-hmm. a bourbon or is it a whiskey? Yeah, because <laughs> how they make it. Yeah. Technically, could be qualified as bourbon. Right, it's cool. They, this, they call it Tennessee whiskey. Yep, it kind of mm-hmm. goes through the same process, from my understanding. You know? Right. So, huh. so do you guys know anything about Uncle Nearest? Did you had you uh, found anything out about the bottles? Yes. Um, so, <laughs> I'm the I researcher. love the Uncle Nearest story personally. Yeah. I do I like too. Out about it. So, it. so for anyone like listening, if you go on the website and they have a video of um an individual telling the story in the old house mm-hmm. where uh in, in lynchburg 
it is like I, I sent it to Abby earlier and I was like, I've got chills listening to this story. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. it's it's so awesome. So I wasn't aware I, I was like kind of familiar, but I started digging in about the sugar maple mm-hmm. uh, charcoal filter, which mm-hmm. makes it different. It um is called the Lincoln County process. So that's a little bit different than what you see in typical Kentucky bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um and in the video, they say that the process is thought to be brought back from West Africa. Um, it was used to uh, filter their water in, in West Africa, which I, I thought was interesting. And then also, um, they go into detail, like, obviously the years, the whiskey's not, you know, from 1876. But, you know, Uncle Nearest is, it's just, like, is it thought to be a recipe from that time? And um, Uncle Nearest... Uh, worked on a farm. I think the last name was like call call farm. Hmm. And then a, am I just going to go into the full story? Cause I love where you're going. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. I'm, I'm an, I'm enamored with the story too. Yes. Yeah. And it's so there, there was a kid, um, that came onto the farm and wanted to learn and they, they eventually introduced him to, um, his name's Nathan, um, nearest green or they called him uncle nearest mm-hmm. and um he was distilling the whiskey at the time and the boy and um uncle nearest became friends and the boy went out and started selling the whiskey and i found out that i didn't realize that um slavery was abolished abolished 154 years ago two days ago so oh. december 6th oh wow um, yeah um and so once slavery was abolished um, he began working directly with, um, uncle nearest and, um, he, the boy is who we know today as Jack Daniels. It's, yeah, himself. it's, it's, yeah. A, it's amazing that, and they were working and uncle nearest continued and Jack, they continued their partnership mm-hmm. and relationship. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny. They stood side by side as equals, which is yeah. just for like <laughs> right at right at right when slavery ended yeah. for that to be a, a reality it's like and we can't even get yeah. it right now yeah and, and jack yeah, yeah. and nearest yeah. were getting it right you know 150 years ago <laughs> um it, it's it's just uh, it's, it's amazing cool. yeah. yeah and some of we've connected with some of his descendants they yeah. live in the st louis area oh. and we were talking to him and when uh, Fawn came up with mm-hmm. this whole brand idea and bringing back the story of Uncle Nearest and bottling his story and things like that, she went out and found all of his descendants and they have played a major role in helping identify the whiskey that they sell and building like their limited release every year, 1820. It is created and picked by someone in the family. Mm-hmm. So it's very much like still the family process and, the old house is there and they're building the distillery around it, things like that. So it's, it's a very historical distillery and, you know, trying mm-hmm. to keep the memory alive. And I think yeah. it's amazing. I love it. And yeah. it's, uh, this, this is a product of Tennessee, yes. which is uh, always good to know. You got to check your label, read your labels. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know where it's coming mm-hmm. from. So it is, uh, it is uh, a product of Tennessee and, and they, they're doing it. They're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you guys, which bottle do you guys have? Because we have the 1856. Is that Same. where you guys, okay, Same. right on. Same. Because awesome. uh, it was a little higher proof. And I, I then the uh, the other one, I was like, I'm going to, let's go with a little higher proof. Let's just go all yeah. in, right? If right. Gonna, all right, it's my favorite thing here. So, uh, uh, a little pop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so He's had practice. I was curious, 
was the allocation easy for you guys to get a hold of? It's readily available in the Detroit area, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty available where where, where we are at as well. So I was kind of curious. Ooh. So no, actually, I'm on bourbon.com. Yeah. Uh, breakingbourbon.com, I should yeah. say. And uh, Fawn Weaver, mm-hmm. the, the the founder of nearest Uncle Nearest and the and the whiskey itself, she was saying, but in that West Africa, they were using charcoal to purify their food and to filter oh. their water. So yeah. you, you have these guys coming here and distilling whiskey and tasting and going, man, this is some harsh stuff. And and looking at it, they go, I bet we can use our filter and our water on this. <laughs> so Isn't that wild? Uh, at, and that's where that's where they believe the process for Uncle Nearest came from, or for in general and what they came mm-hmm. up with. So love the history behind this bourbon and just you know how yeah. how far back sorry, whiskey and how far back it goes. Thanks, Jamie. You're welcome. Editing. Editing. <laughs> okay, we'll get in post. We'll get yeah, in. yeah, yeah. But anyhow. <laughs> oh man. No, I think I've probably I think I've said bourbon several times okay, today okay. as well. So no, I'm just I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm calling you, you out know. trying to remind myself. <laughs> you know. It's all it's all part of the process. I say I like to say that English is my second language usually on most days. So I'm good if I can form a sentence. And after a few drinks, usually I can't. So it's okay. (laughs) Let's also say that she's not fluent in any other language. (laughs) So when you guys, uh, um, so what do you guys, what do you guys smell in in it? What do you guys, do you, uh, you guys, you guys are both neat there. I see. So are are we, Um, what are you smelling? I, this one always for me is it's got a really great color. That's always the first thing I notice. If it's yeah. got that rich like amber mm-hmm. e color, I, that's I love that. Um, I get a lot of molasses, caramely notes on the nose. Oh. Yeah, I get I get caramel as well, and almost like a toasted, like a um, tap. Um, what is that? Peanut nutmeg? Not, not peanut. I was going to say that the thing that my grandma used to cook, that was peanut br- or something you type of brittle. Mm. But it's like, um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> out of all things. Actually, when I, when I sniff it and then I, and I continue to smell as I pull the, the glass away from my nose, yeah, yeah. it gets a little, I feel, it feels like a farm. It's like, I feel like I'm in a huh. barn. Okay. You're getting some, like some, a, some natural like an earthy? smell. Like an earthy, I don't I almost want to say hay. Like, okay. Interesting. Hay feel to it. Some Maybe. people, there are notes out there where people do get like a grassier, earthy nose on this. So mm-hmm. maybe that, it. maybe that's one of the ingredients that he didn't want to mention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the mash bill. What mash bill? <laughs> I was, uh, you use fall grass. <laughs> fall so I was, yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it's sweet. I get a, a lot of the sweet, oh, that, yeah. that, that caramel that you expect from a, a whiskey from that region. Right. And uh, almost from the fruit, that's where the sweetness is coming from. Yeah, the fruit that they put yeah, in yeah. there. All right, I'm diving in, I'm diving. going in, ladies. Do it, do it. Cheers, cheers, ladies. cheers, cheers. All right, cheers, cheers. In we go. So good. This is delicious. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yum. this actually get a lot of apple on the on the palate here. I get maple. Um, okay. it's it's something I would definitely suggest to someone who's a begin, like a beginner into a high proof because yeah. the sweetness is not, it's not, it like helps with the proof and it's not a kick mm-hmm. in the teeth to me no. as much. It's not very, it's not as corn forward as some whiskeys can be. Um, yeah. But, you know, it does have a sweetness to it um, as it sits on the back mm-hmm. of your palate. And as it just, as it's, uh, 
coating my throat. It's just, it's that nice warm feel as it just lingers there for a little while. Ah, so good. It does. It is. It yeah. is. That the ma- the maple is coming through for me. Is it really not strong? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the maple but is, the maple is is it, it it stays on the, the the tip of my tongue. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's staying. I'm looking for an age statement. I'm not catching an age statement. Uh, let's see. It's a uh, well. It's they, aged whiskey between eight and fourteen years. Yeah, between eight yeah, and fourteen. I think they blend mm-hmm. huh. you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is that a picture of, of the house on the co- on the label on the cover? On the, is that a picture of the DJs on the cover? <laughs> is that on the of cover? The, <laughs> on the, of the LP there? Is that the house you're talking about on the label? Are the lyrics Probably. in there yeah. too? Yeah. Where are the lyrics? Come yeah. on. Where's the mash? Oh, place? it's singing to me. <laughs> 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 yeah, that house that's uh, that that's on the uh, bottle itself uh, is that uh, the estate. Yeah, that's all. Is that yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it, there's a there's a link floating out there on Facebook. I think I posted it in the comments, so I can follow up and post it again in the comments. But um, <laughs> it, there's a Vimeo video of the guy, and he's doing his storytelling of Uncle Nearest as he's in the house. Oh wow! It tastes a little younger than than eight years to me, though. I think the actor that did Does that was in Westworld. Oh, <laughs> I think was, I think he was in Westworld. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that guy that did the narration. Yeah. All right. Oh, the narrator. I was yeah. like, Uncle Nearest. I don't think made it. No, <laughs> if he did, he <laughs> would have been a robot. Like, is, so, is that a sci-fi movie? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> some time travel in there. They have some amazing. I don't know if you guys like cocktails, but they have some amazing cocktails on their website. And huh? I was, I didn't realize the time, and I was about to go downstairs and make myself one because <laughs> I have a ridiculous amount of alcohol downstairs. Um, <laughs> And, um, but yeah, they have, so if anyone likes some really creative, um, cocktails that are not anything that I've seen, so Mm. I'm gonna have to try, try a couple of things this week. When you're whipping up a cocktail, um, what do you do when you're, when you're doing a whiskey cocktail? Um, what do you, what do you normally do? Oh, um, loaded question. Yeah. Yeah. What don't they do? I'm on, I've been on, I've been on three lately and I've been (laughs) my, my one lately, but, uh. For me, um, it's like mood dependent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's called mood. rocks. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like agree. If I'm, if I'm stressed, I go Sazerac because it's delicious mm-hmm. and it's spicy and I like it. If I'm feeling like I want to unwind a little, it's an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. I don't drink Manhattans, but there's also a bourbon renewal that Elena yeah. makes that is just like if I'm in the mood to party that's I like will literally text Elena and be like hey can you make me like a vat of this thank you <laughs> what is that <laughs> all right bourbon bourbon renewal come on what is it what is it what is it yeah it's it it's just um bourbon cream de cassis uh lemon uh simple and I think Bichard's uh Angostura Angostura bitters so um I yeah, that's that's my go go to. Um, so cream de cassis is a black currant um, liqueur, mm. and that's honestly what makes it for me. Uh, and Abby, we like it's it's bourbon and it has black currant. It's sweet, but it's still a little like mm. a little sour. You know, kind of like our personalities. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like. I don't that. think anyone has ever described me as sweet, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but maybe a little sour, sweet and a little sour. <laughs> It's like those Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, at first. Yeah. <laughs> Dumping all the ice out of the ice machine, but yeah. then making a pretty ice sculpture. That's a, yeah. There you go. But yeah, that's and then an old-fashioned, or um, I've been into like just Amaro's, like trying to mess with Amaro's and um, 
and bourbon together. Mm-hmm. Um, I do actually do a gin. I I, lo- I really love gin, and I do uh, um, a tequila. So paper planes, um, <laughs> which is like uh, tequila. You can do it with bourbon too. And um, amar uh, amaro. What is it? Amino uh, anino. It's a cafe uh, amino, I think it is. Anyway, it's an amaro. And then two other ingredients. Or um, the other one is like, I love gin, St. Germain, and cucumbers. Like, that's during the summertime. That was was the pandemic cocktail of the summer was was that, you know. (laughs) That sounds refreshing. They really do. (laughs) Have you had uh, the Highclere Castle gin? I have not. All right. So, are you do you Downton Abbey at all? Are you like the into the? Have you are you familiar with the Downton Abbey TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So the name of the castle is Highclere Castle. The actual castle, Mm -hmm. it's Highclere Castle. Lady Lord and Lady Carnarvon, yes, uh, live there, and uh, they teamed up with Adam von Adam von Gutkin. Adam von Gutkin. He's uh, he's uh, but he's just he's just he's just from he's just a cat from uh, Connecticut though. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but uh, but he knows his shit. And uh, he launched this brand, and he he partnered with Lord and Lady Carnarvon, and they released uh, Highclere Castle Gin. Mm-hmm. It is astounding. Mm-hmm. It's in the, in the really? bottle itself is just magnificent, and I yeah, it's uh, it's uh, this lavender beautiful bottle. It, you want it on your bar just because yeah. it's gorgeous. Oh. And then the gin Ooh. itself, uh, I, you know, I don't uh, drinking gin just uh, straight um, isn't always yeah. a thing with most gins. This one, unbelievable. Yeah. Even, just, uh, even by itself. And yep. we, we always try something neat first. And that yeah. just mm-hmm. by itself, I, I, I don't think I added anything to the bo- what I actually was drinking on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I didn't add That's anything impressive. to it. I didn't so, make anything with it. Yeah. So it's, uh, if you're looking, if you, if you see it, a blue, a nice blue bottle, uh, it's a Highclere Castle. It's worth, it's worth, it's worth the adventure. Absolutely. It's worth the adventure. Matt, what, uh, cocktail are you on most recently? Are you, or are you just, you're, you, Usually do it just straight in rocks, right? You know, when I want to get frisky uh, with <laughs> whiskey, God, that was terrible. <laughs> We're keeping that in. Yeah, that right. <laughs> I usually grab these little sound bites and I'll play things yeah. like right before the opening. That might be That's the one there. Be the one. <laughs> yeah. I hope that lives on for months and months. <laughs> so during this during the COVIDian timeline that we're all living in right now, um, I actually had gravit. I had been gravitating towards that that best New York sour that we made. And you know it's you know it's your oh it's so good and you add the red wine on top of it and you get such a beautiful layer of the red and the sour itself it is incredible that that's where I was gravitating towards over the summer but then you're the che- going to need to send us that recipe because I want that absolutely that sounds that amazing is. then yeah. the cheap side of me is all about the Crown Royal Apple and Verners oh, that yeah. <laughs> oh I can't are you kidding. I- I can't do I can't do the Crown Royal flavor. Yeah, no. I just I know. I just, <laughs> oh, Abby almost lost yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cheap side of me where I just want something simple and easy and uh, something sweet. That's where I'll go. Well, I mean, they're simple and easy and taste good out there. That doesn't seem to be what you're about. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've did we mention we're novices? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard the peach. I, so I'll drink Crown Royal or I'll even drink J- Jack Daniels. Um, and uh, but like I the the flavored ones can just be too much. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you had a simple syrup that just tastes like they they just, it's just like fake. Yeah. That's what. But I've heard their peach one is not. I don't like the apple one, but I've heard their peach Crown Royal is not that terrible okay. so something i'll have to check out shouldn't be sticky. <laughs> that's my thing 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very fair. Like apple, anything flavored, any flavored whiskey. If it's sticky, don't drink it. Yeah. It should evaporate. It's alcohol. That's a, and as, yeah, so speaking of evaporation, when you guys are doing your tastings, um, do you guys mm-hmm. do like the the hand clap and any of that business? No. Do you know what that's all about? Yeah, I've I've seen it with uh, I think it's like Freddie Johnson. Yeah. But he's big about that in his tours, but mm-hmm. we are pretty um, pure to when it comes saying. to our <laughs> pure. I think is what I want to say. So the thing is, I'm about <laughs> to we, yeah. We just you know. Smell it, yeah. taste it. Everybody's gonna have something different, so we encourage everyone to like voice what they get because you know taste is based on experience. So, so the thing is, if you put it in your hands, right? Because it's it's uh, you know if you look at a, a glass and it's got the legs, right, and and how the residue on the side, and that's all the oils. So if you put a little shot in your head, just well, a couple of drops in your hands, and then you you rub it, uh, what it does is evaporates out the alcohol, mm-hmm. and what you're left you with is the too. oils. So it's like using hand sanitizer. It's like using hand sanitizer. <laughs> I was like, that smells like 2020 in my hands. That's what I've been pretty yeah. much doing the whole time. And then, and then the friction warms it up a little bit and brings out Nuts. different aromas yeah. in the in the. You get more of a so fruity feel out of it. Nutty. When I do that, it always reminds me. We were um, we had been served heavily the night before, and then we went to a tour at Maker's Mark in Kentucky, and I was standing in front of the mash tub, and they're like, "Well." Just stick your hand in there and taste it. So every time I'm doing the hand rub thing and like smelling it, I'm like, I literally just feel like I stuck my hand in the mash tub at Maker's. Like that's what I'm smelling. But it's the grains and you get like yeah. the pure smells. But I don't know. For some reason, that memory just really sticks out. And yeah. then they're like, taste it. And so naturally, I taste it. I was like, I regret this uh, immediately. I, I smell more of the. all my decisions. I smell more of the grains in, in the, the grassy tone, the earthy tone mm-hmm. when, I, when I do that. All right. Um, with, with the, the wood. With forward. the whiskey. Uh, ladies, uh, you, you, the ladies aren't helping you out. Sarah says the peach, <laughs> peach crown is the bomb. So. Okay, Sarah, you got to put a dinner together for us. <laughs> yes, is that a friend of yours? Well, Yes, <laughs> right on. Yeah, All right, cool. Uh, bummer. All right. It's like, I'm not hating on it. I'm no. just saying it should yeah. be sticky, but it is, and it's a thing. So, man, we uh, it's it's it's, it's uh, we keep meeting people, yes. and it's like, oh my god, now we got a party in St. Louis. Well, I want to party with you, ladies. Yeah. So we got to get a we're, we're we're it's gonna be a summer. We're gonna get an RV, and we're gonna travel the country. <laughs> gonna hang out with the I'm Kentucky all- Bourbon Boys. Yep. We're going to hang out with uh, Beth Underwood, talk bourbon to me. Yep. And we're going to go to St. Louis. We're going to mess with you guys. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm all about that RV life, so uh, I, can, I can I'm telling you. I appreciate it. I lived in a camper van for three weeks this summer, and I just don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. What, what, did, what was the biggest thing you didn't understand about it? The no, no running water. Oh. The shitter's full. <laughs> hey Clark! She said something about like the door; it would open up and it like turned. You could use it as a shower. I'm like that. That no. <laughs> well, and I honestly, my so the the really funny part about this is the girlfriend of mine that went with me, Sam. Before we went, so I've traveled all over the world, and so like um, <laughs> they yes, we do, Sarah. You're awesome. Um, so. Sam, I, 
I've traveled all over. I've been in third world countries. I've dealt with no running water. I've literally showered underneath a pipe that came from a waterfall in like the Philippines. So like my requirements are really low, <laughs> but my friend Sam who went with me, I was like, have I actually, it wasn't me. It was, it was my boyfriend at the time had said, has Sam ever went camping? And Uh-oh. I was like, Oh, I don't know. Let me, let me ask her. <laughs> and so I asked the camper van. The thing is, the thing about it is that I don't get is they were going hiking in a Zion National Park for three weeks mm. and decided that living in a van in the park without running water was like somehow going to be okay with like the stink from 40 miles of hiking. And I'm like, well, no. it, Did, so I'm actually really proud of her because we like, So we didn't, we made some minimal plans, some places we didn't even know we were going to stay at. And we would like break into old campsites, like break into old campsites and like shower in the old campsites because we knew we could get in there because we had like a pass from the day before. Um, But I was really proud of her, like three weeks. And I, I, but when we got to that hotel in Vegas and it was like a suite with like a balcony, we were like, we thought we were millionaires. We're like, <laughs> we came in, we're both like wearing robes and just showered with our hair up. We we're like, we're ready for this life. Let's that makes it so much better. It does. It does. But you guys learn nothing from Chris Farley living in a van <laughs> down, down by, by the, the river. river. So it's, uh, it, it, it felt more like trains, planes, and automobiles than it did that, but yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, but yeah, I know it was good. It was a good you time. Rent an RV, travel the world. Come yeah, to let's do a let's do a bourbon RV tour. I was thinking about. I saw yeah. today a, a mini school bus, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe I should buy that Ooh. and like rehab it and just travel." <laughs> That's a tiny house in a school bus. You could do it. You could Why do not? it. So yeah, our, some friends of ours. They have a, I think they're the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, and they mm-hmm. do curated tours of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, and they they have mm-hmm. they have a they have a whole fleet of uh, little buses that they they shuttle people around in, and that's that's one of our our, our if the world is open wish lists. Uh, next is uh, we're gonna head down and and have a little party with our Kentucky Bourbon Boy yeah. friends. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, you they, should. They cover the yeah. they they entire all three I believe three sections of the yeah. Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Yeah. So if you want to go north, you know, or the middle or the south um you kind of pick the distilleries you want to go to and they will drive you to that destination that's so important uh, absolutely uh but mm-hmm. you can't really do more than three distilleries in a yeah. day they, they <laughs> but, said at that point it's just um you're just a mess yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's and that's with the heavy lunch in between yeah. those and yeah. still we, we've got a, a friend that does um um she does the tennessee bourbon trail right or Tennessee Whiskey Trail. Um, oh, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the executive director at the Tennessee Distillers Guild. So there's a Tennessee uh, Whiskey Trail. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. look, we're learning think, something. We just I learned. Think Tennessee even has, it might be one of the states with like the most craft distilleries ah, in the yeah. uh, actually, Actually, I think Michigan might be. Really? Uh, Michigan, okay. yeah, we have like a stupid huh. – because I, I was just – there was an article that we we're going to touch on in one of the upcoming episodes yeah. is that Michigan – it's in the top. So I, I bet you okay. – I would imagine Tennessee is um, – it, it's booming in Michigan. There's just a crap ton of them here. All and, the the uh, micro distilleries that are popping up everywhere yeah, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got actually a quick question for you ladies uh, yeah. regarding events and tents because we're, we're, we're talking about camping, right? So, okay. which tent is best used for parties or receptions? Pup. 
Oh, is that like one of the choices? I don't know. Uh, gonna, is this a multiple choice? Or? Well, there's a dome tent, a pup tent, oh. or a frame tent. <laughs> Which tent is best used for parties or receptions? Oh. Well, and if you get this wrong, oh, you're really upset. Well, I'm not usually the one to order the tents. So um, <laughs> like, I have people for this. <laughs> um. Oh, my gosh. I'm just standing back and making sure it's fabulous. Man. That's, uh, that's my right. deal. I... <laughs> Dome, so pup, a- or tent, or uh, dome, pup, or frame. Sam, do you want? I feel like frame I, tent. I, I, I was gonna say frame well, you too. Um, Don't you have to have a frame? Is that yeah. right? Well, hey, congratulations. Where's my bell? Ding. I was gonna say one thing I did learn is don't put a clear tent anywhere in Florida because there was a couple that wanted like a clear tent in Florida, and it essentially is like when you go inside um, like a greenhouse. Oh wow! And it got all foggy and yes, it was it was just hot and humid and inside. Also, if you're going to rent a tent rent and it's cold outside mm-hmm. um don't don't not splurge on heaters through the tent rental company if they can put the heaters inside the tent for you versus thinking you can do it on your own and run the electric <laughs> <laughs> right just go ahead and pay for the i don't care if it's an extra two thousand dollars it will be worth it right. i have a question before we get to this point of the conversation why the f do you want a tent outside in the winter there's so many restaurants here in Michigan putting up tents, and it's like, I'm yeah, like... Indoor dining is banned. I know. Indoor, outdoor dining. <laughs> Putting the indoor yeah. in the tent. So and I, like, I those those little igloos, those little oh, igloo yeah. things, it's like, all right, so, so you, you party of four. Just a, a party of four goes in there, has dinner. They leave. Are they are they total ozone cleaning that thing or something I, I between the next so. party? I lived in Alaska. Sitting in an igloo was not fun. I'm just no. no I just well, these aren't it, real igloos. I think they're plastic. Yeah, yeah. it just seems but, like it would be even worse than being in the restaurant itself. And right, because you know, the air would be more open inside, especially if a restaurant that has like. Um, like 99% HEPA filters that are like filtering the air better, as good as a hospital's doing, but yet you're going to have to put a tent on the outside and you're sitting in the inside of a tent right. in an igloo. You know, it just, it makes no I, they're sense. Make, they're making it so hard for restaurant owners, like on a total uh, side note, uh, like it's, it's why, and they're like, and uh, like the news is like picking up these articles, like, oh, this restaurant owner is going against, you know, the, mm-hmm. the city and blah, well, why? It's their livelihood. Why wouldn't you go against the city? You know, like, what happens, you know? There's a large restaurateur owner here in the Detroit metro area that yeah. was trying to get other owners of restaurants to band together to say, you can't shut us down. They want to, they want to, yeah, they want yeah, to just here too. open up regardless uh, of the orders. Uh, they yeah. said, you know, well, yeah. we're just going to usurp the orders and just, just do it. Mm-hmm. And once well, like, well, okay, you know, health department comes in and the fire marshal comes in and then right. you got a whole nother parade of problems right right are you guys seeing are you guys seeing are you guys seeing the tents uh popping up around st louis is that a big is that a big deal around you guys yeah it's been more in the county because the county so like the city and the county of st louis are separate entities um and the city has a capacity limit on restaurants and bars right Mm -hmm. now and then um the county shut down indoor dining so out in the county where they shut down indoor dining, everyone is putting up tents with walls outside and calling it outdoor dining. Man. Even though you're still yeah. inside. <sighs> did, did I say COVIDian timeline <laughs> the earlier? COVIDian timeline. Yes, this COVIDian yeah, timeline. Wild. And what's so funny, though, is that these igloo bars were popping up 
all over the country <laughs> before COVID, like the last three winters, rooftops were having igloo bars. And I was like, that's yeah. actually kind of cool because they could be warm and you'd be outside looking at the stars. But now it's like, let's bring back the igloos and just say they're <laughs> outdoor dining. Yeah. Like, well, Michigan is kind of a crapshoot weather wise. You know, it's it's like, mm. you know, wait, wait 10 minutes. The weather will change, you know, winter, yeah, winter thanks. in the morning, you know, spring in the, the summer in the afternoon. Sweater weather. Yeah. It's uh, it's so I mean, the, the igloos had, had been a thing um, around here as well. And but now it's just it's really prolific. And I just I have no desire to to. To sit in that, I got nope. no. I got a two hundred nope. two hundred year old house to sit in. I don't have to sit in that <laughs> and a hot tub and so. a hot tub. <laughs> well, the hot tub would win every time. I'm yeah. telling you, I might be uh, having a cigar yeah. in the hot tub tonight. So, wh- which one of you work with nonprofits and such? Both of us. Both of you. Oh, fantastic! All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, there's actually a nonprofit for the nearest Green Foundation. Oh, Are you aware is of that? I read a little bit about it. Yeah. Are you reading it right now? Tell us more. Well, it's a, it's a nonprofit organization which is dedicated to the Greens legacy. The foundation has mm-hmm. actually has a lot of uh, projects underway presently, um, like a scholarship program and uh, that seeks help for Greens descendants through college and fully paid scholarships on top of that. So yeah. the, the whole, they did that. Yeah, the uh, whole thing is just trying to give back the best way you can. You know what? Mm-hmm. This is a, yeah. a fantastic whiskey. And, and it's it's amazing to drink on, but what does the company do to give back? Yeah, I don't know. Oh well, uh, they have a nonprofit. And they no, give back okay. for fully paid scholarships, bud. Come on. Okay. Education <laughs> is big for them. Yeah, <laughs> they've been partnering up with a ton of universities and building out scholarship programs the last few years. Mm-hmm. So. No, I just that nonprofit work because what I do is free for my clients because I don't I, they they don't pay me anything. Well, so. I mean, you and Abby are kind of kindred spirits when it comes to that too because Abby's all about the numbers uh, as well, right? Mm-hmm. So hey, you're about numbers and efficiency. Is that uh, what? Yeah. Is, what's that mean? What's, I try to be. What, what is what is what is the what's the nine to five for you? It's by title. It is a senior financial analyst. So. What I do day to day is I'm actually working on compensation right now. So our company has. I've been working on compensation plan. for a while too, but well, that's <laughs> different. It's, it's called year end. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's, it's year end time. So. I need to be paid more, but it's not landing yet. So we'll get there. Um, no, but basically I look at the company, how we're playing, paying our employees and if it's incentivizing the employees to mm-hmm. do right by the company and terms of commission and bonus plans, things like that. So. Because Matt Matt over here is he does uh, he's a banker by trade right. and does uh, financial wellness yeah, stuff so. and just say uh, coaches people through you know being credit, smart with their money yeah you know financial you know financial wellness is important and it's those daily habits in your spending lives that you have got to save if, money for bourbon if you exactly <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't have a plan if you don't have a budget you're not sticking to it's going to bite you in the ass you know at, at one point so just be yep. fiscally responsible. Um, and you can't depend on that bonus of compensation because it may not be there. And that's what we try to prepare folks for is the inevitable of changing jobs, losing your job, have mm-hmm. that six months of emergency savings. Right, so, right. So credit re- credit reports, scores, all that fun stuff. I, lo- I love that it's meme. It's hard now, too. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anybody who, yeah. uh, who, who told you where they would be in five years, five years ago, was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not a single person was right. Yeah. Nobody. No. I wasn't going to take a forbearance on my mortgage, but here we are. Could have guessed that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild, wicked world. 
mm-hmm. out there. But uh, bourbons and bourbon, bourbon and blondes. Uh, what's what? Yeah. Where are you guys going? What's uh, what's the what's the long term plan for the bourbon and blondes? Question of the year, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. we were literally just talking about that earlier. Matt and I have this the same. St- Struggled conversation. Go. You well, first. Well, we, so I was just talking to my financial advisor, speaking of finance, mm-hmm. um, my financial advisors earlier this afternoon and just talking about business planning for 2021 and where we want to see it to go. You know, because originally, um, if I'm being honest, like originally when we went into this year, we wanted to do big events, big, in yeah. per- let me say big in-person events. Right. Like, yeah. and we wanted to MC events. We wanted to help build them out. Um, whether Plan they were bur- execute them, right. Whether they were mm-hmm. bourbon events or even like women focused, like business events as well. And yeah. so we had like these grand scheme of, you know, these large events that we want. And that's where we kind of wanted to start. And then like, dip our toe in the water and see where that led. Mm-hmm. But we've done virtual events and now we're leading into doing corporate um, events and it's, it's all been great. It's just like a interesting pivot from what you imagined. Mm-hmm. And um, I mm-hmm. think next year, so we're doing, we were selling merchandise too, which we can drop the link in into that as well. So we started selling merchandise. We're still doing events. Um, and I think we're just, I mean, we're going to talk about this over the next couple of weeks. So I'll throw out a couple of things. Abby can yeah, throw out a let's hear your ideas. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about like the socials, baby. Like, there's nothing like trying to start a business plan <laughs> and being in your second year of starting this business plan with a podcast and events uh-huh. and having absolutely nothing look the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I have no idea what a wedding is going to look like in, in yeah. five months from now, yeah. four months from now. I have no idea. Are we going to have a big in-person events like can, Elaine and I want we? to do? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah, the halls. Like it, a, we in Detroit, we have some just phenomenal events. Yeah, just, events you know, our Detroit yeah. Zoo, they have like, you know, get your ass drunk at the zoo. It's not what they call it, but it's what it is. called Wild Nights at the Zoo. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. She, you're, you're a Michiganian. What's, what's wrong with you? Oh, no, no. It's, no, they're fabulous. And then it's uh, my other show is called Animal Talk. And we've yeah. had Ron Kagan, the director of the zoo, on several times. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, we, yeah, I know that. But, uh, but they're fabulous events, but they're big. Big events. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the two largest uh, the two largest attractions in Michigan are Henry Ford Greenfield Village yep. and the Detroit Zoo, and yep. they and they and they 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 waver back and forth between you know oh I had 2.1 million visitors <laughs> yeah I had 2.2 million visitors you know I- annually and it's like they're they're big they're big events and, and the, the, those things aren't happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know, Lena. I like the idea of big events. Still. I want them. I want yeah. them to come back. I did do yeah, one. I, I had one wedding this uh, this past year that yeah. was on a uh, private property. So the the rules didn't apply on the private property. And I swear to God, thank God I was behind a DJ table <laughs> because I was six feet, twelve feet away from everybody, and it was just packed with two hundred plus free for all. It really yeah, well, was. Once, once they start drinking, it's yeah. all oh. like. Game yeah, over. It's, yeah, it is game over. I, I w- mean, yeah, because I've been to a couple weddings this year, and it's it's the same. Yep. It's the same thing. I wasn't know? surprised that I got to play Dancing Queen, and it packed the dance floor. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> at this point, you can play any piece of horseshit, and people are going to dance because they're just desperate for fun. It's like, we're the best DJs dance. on the planet. It's like, oh god, there's music. Yeah, I'm dancing. Here we go. That's that's pretty I much know. my move right there too. Uh. <laughs> Not really. I know where to find you on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> All right, bourbon. Bur- whiskey's kicking in. Whiskey's kicking in. That's how it should be. Yes. <sighs> so, yeah, you know, I, go ahead, please. Oh, I was going to say, so, I mean, I, I'm a big festival person. I love music festivals. Ooh. So I would love to see music festivals to come <sighs> back and big events to come back. But... I yeah I don't know I have tickets to an event in May uh, that's like a I don't know a, a fifty thousand person it's like the largest festival in St Louis or in uh, in the United States like uh, Electronic Daisy Carnival EDC oh, sounds like fun and yeah no it's it's a good time if you like electric music if you don't then not so much but um but, yeah <laughs> we we could have a sidebar about all that yes absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I mean um it's it's not even just I'm not gonna lie. So I do love the music, but when I when I went for the first time in 2019 and I had tickets to go in 2020, but the first time I went, I was like, I wanna do stages for this. Like I wanna do stages mm. for Burning Man, I wanna mm-hmm. do stages for this, like for Coachella. Like yep. I know, and it's just it's just a whole like creative, amazing process that's so amazing. I don't know, it's so cool. And then seeing everybody come together. And yeah, but I don't know. I don't it originally like it's funny to think that last year this all happened in March and I thought this would get resolved by May. And then it got pushed out to October and then you're like, I think over the summer you're like, I think actually uh, October could be uh, reasonable. And now you're like <sighs> So 2025, right? Like, is that is that what the point we're at? We're if you're going to make a business plan, you might as well put it five years out. Might yeah. well, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> we'll get back. We'll get back to the big parties eventually. It, it might. It, yeah, it, 2021, it might not happen. There'll still probably be small things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but but, uh, but yeah. 2022 by 2022. Yep. Because out the. National uh, Health Advisor was saying, you know, by the time they get. This the antidote, but the the vaccination, mm-hmm. not an antidote, but the vaccination and get it out. You know, it it it, it will take the majority mm-hmm. of of twenty twenty one to get it out to everybody who is willing to take it, um, and then for you know that that be creating the bubble for safeness. Right. Uh, should take most of twenty twenty one, but I so there's a light, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We're we're gonna get there and we'll get back to live music festivals, Samantha. Uh, it's like music festivals. Yes, <laughs> Sam Nork. She's uh, she's in the other room right there. There's Sam. Like, uh, there she is. Nice. Say, wave hi. Hey, Sam. Uh, <laughs> Sam Nork. You guys want to know Sam Nork? Sam Nork is uh, she's a kindred spirit uh, with with you because she's uh, she's a photographer. Um, she's oh, she's oh, an yeah. amazing awesome. photographer, and uh, she was she was one of my students. Uh, I, like I said, I teach <laughs> high school, and. Uh, so I take no credit for her talent or abilities, but she is she is she is fabulous, and uh, but uh, yeah, she just uh, what the what was the David Arquette movie that just came out? The documentary. Yeah. You cannot kill. David you cannot Arquette. kill David Arquette. Are you guys David Arquette fans? Do you like David Arquette? I, I, I'm familiar with David Arquette. I'm so, now curious about the movie. <laughs> he he did some stuff about what is it, 15, 19 years ago, something like that. Was it wrestling? And he did he did he like kind of just kind of was like on a goof and like broke into some like pro wrestling and like stole somebody's belt. And it, it was like and wrestling is like you don't do that in wrestling. There's protocols no, and he like really yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, and, I was a huge wrestling fan as a child. That's a guilty. Like, if, if one fun fact about me, I used to like come down on my brother from the bunk bed and like nice. slam him. Nice. Uh, yes. 
Yeah. You will. You will. You know what? (laughs) You got to feed your guilty pleasure, (laughs) and you got to look up David Arquette. David Arquette cannot be killed. Uh, You'll love it. But Samantha has a. a She's got a cinematography uh, credit on it, right? Yeah. What is it? What's it? What's your title? Additional cinematography. Additional cinematography. Because they shot some of the stuff in Detroit. And uh, and and then she was like, they they were like, all right, we need somebody to hold a sign. Here, Sam, go hold the sign. So she's got a she's got a quick thing. She's got a cameo. Girl in crowd with sign. So um, that's the IMDb so credit. Girl, girl in crowd with sign. So, uh, but she's like, she does like amazing photography too. She shot like Dane Cook, and she's like good friends with Blink One Eighty Two. She's like, she won't yeah, drop names, but I will. <laughs> no, you you seriously need to know I, this girl. She's astounding, and she's like, d- 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 her birthday's on Thursday. Happy birthday, Samantha! Happy birthday, Sam! Happy she produces birthday. she produces our show, so I'm gushing over Sam because she's like, she's twenty one, going on twenty two, and she's a phenomenal human being, and and people don't tell her that enough. So, uh, she's like a pretty awesome kid. So you're awesome, Sam. You'll have to connect with me. I've got a, a guy that does um, photography for bands. That's it's my like pretty much like my aunt's son and he's absolutely amazing and um i'm also a december birthday my birthday was on friday so hey, happy, happy birthday. birthday i love yeah. birthday happy birthday happy birthday so birthday. uh sam is is sam is rocking.com Sam is rocking.com. She's like, her, yeah. her artwork is a, no, seriously. I'll, I'll send you the link later it. because you I guys should it. check it out. Um, all right. Enough gushing about Sam. All right, Sam, <laughs> back to your, back to your corner. Get your, get your corner. That's enough love for you, Samantha. <laughs> but no, you, Samantha. It, but we were talking about music festivals because Sam is like all about the live music. And so am I because Matt and I being DJs. Uh, we love the live music, and we, we hey. God, I just can't wait for it to happen. I know it will. We'll get through all this horse crap. Do you know what I miss? What do you miss? I miss eating a freaking turkey leg. Not drinking. <laughs> oh, preach. Uh, oh, dude. I want my Renaissance Festival back. Do you guys That's have like a I Renaissance want. Festival, medieval festival out by you guys there in St. Louis? Do we? We we do have a Renaissance Festival out in Winsville here, uh, but um, I was referencing- a bar that yes, makes turkey legs regularly. And uh, oh, just at the bar? Watching Elena eat this turkey leg is somewhat uncomfortable, <laughs> but also impressive. If I can find the photo of me eating the turkey leg, I will send it. I will post it to the bottom of the video. Oh, that's brilliant! For you guys. Yes, it is. It's good stuff. But no, uh, Midwestern is one of our favorite bars in St. Louis. So if anyone um, is listening from St. Louis or you guys go to St. Louis, it is. Um, they took it off the menu, but they put it back on the menu, and it is. So good. So, so good. It's stupid. It really is. So they do turkey legs at the bar? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just, okay. uh, we, we, again, the RV, we're going. We need, to talk, you, yeah. we need to talk to some people up here. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a turkey leg in one hand and an axe in the other and throwing an axe blindly at, oh, at a Oh, Jesus, target. Mary and Joseph. That's what I want. Well, actually, <laughs> maybe just stick we, to the turkey leg. <laughs> we, can make, we can make that happen oh, for close. you because we have an axe throwing place here and you can bring your own food and alcohol in and we can just get you a turkey leg. We can you bring your own bourbon in, and then you can throw axes and those little Chinese star thingies. Oh. Nunchuck, I don't know. What <laughs> you, can throw those, you can throw those as well. Like I'm smelling axe. a new yeah. business plan. I just, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, Ferndale needs a, uh, has a new uh, fashionable Ferndale needs axe throwing and turkey legs. That's yeah. what it needs. Yes, Ferndale's our hipster spot here. That would be the place for it. 
Holy smokes. You know, um, this has been a blast. Yeah. Yes. It's been an absolute riot. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, you guys are awesome. I just, uh, well, we gotta, we're going to hang out. So if you guys ever, uh, you know, just want to just have some random shenanigans, uh, you know, give us a holler. We'll, we'll do we'll do a tasting of something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. we got we to gotta hang out. We got to hang out some more. You guys were a riot. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. Anytime you come to St. Louis in the RV, just... Toot toot. We'll go by the river. We'll get some turkey legs, some nunchucks, whatever. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you said know. nunchucks. Holy shit. <laughs> all right. So where do, where do people find uh, all your stuff? Uh, at Bourbon and Blondes on Instagram, at Bourbon and Blondes on Facebook. Thanks for the follow. Uh, bourbonandblondes.com. And then anywhere you can find a podcast. Fair play. All right. Bourbon and Blondes. Yeah. So, yeah, Abby, Elena, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so for much. Playing. Thank you, guys. Playing in the reindeer games, we appreciate you. And uh, yes, we will be talking again soon. Yeah, don't go anywhere, but we'll we'll be talking soon enough. <laughs> All right, everybody, cheers! One last time, cheers! Cheers, everyone! Cheers! Oh, no, it's empty, cheers. But I'll cheers anyway. All right, <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> All right, clink, All right. clink. There it is.